was signed to 1017 with Gucci, and that's for some people that don't know. Yeah. And, you know, you were one of the first ladies a part of, of 1017. So yeah. kind, kind of tell us about that experience. Yes. Everyone. Welcome to Kiss Talk Podcast. I am your host, Summer Nicole, and we are here today with my girl, Keisha Day. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for coming on the show with of me. Course. Yes. I mean, we have done another, we've done interviews before, but I just feel like we had to spin the block again right. and just really like have you back on the show get to know what you're doing right now because you're doing a lot of things right now yes yes so i mean you have a new song out you know we're gonna talk about that i mean you're a mother you're a vet in the military like you started at six years old so we wanted to get all into the to Definitely. the to the you know the history and who you are and you know where you're going so let's start off with just talking about like you know what made you be, decide to be, you know, an artist? Like, who who inspired you to be an artist? Um, okay, I would say, like, as a, as a kid, I wasn't necessarily inspired by someone, but mm -hmm. more so just it was some it was a hobby, it was something I like to do. So, mm -hmm. you know, I just I just kind of took that and ran with it because um, I was like, I'm I'm way too good at this like yeah. and at an early age as well like I, I was writing my own music and poems since i would, could read and write by the age of like five really you know so yeah. so um i just feel like when you have a gift like that like you definitely have to challenge you know that energy and like really dig and dive yeah. into it yeah um and i feel like it turned out very well <laughs> well i mean i think so um i know you did you used to you play the piano correct mm -hmm. so correct. like did you have piano lessons or did you just kind of learn on your own? I think I had piano lessons. My grandmother said she put me in piano lessons when I was about three, so I don't really remember. But after that, I kind of just played by ear, so I couldn't read music or anything like that. I was kind of yeah. like, you know how like Nick Cannon was on mm -hmm, drumline, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he was just, you know, playing what he heard because he knew what the notes sound like, and that's that's kind of how I just got started on that. Okay, that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how to play the piano, but I, <laughs> I just think people that play the piano are just so talented. Mm -hmm. Any type of instrument, I just think that's a gift. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I also want to like get to know like what it what like being a military vet like how do you you know kind of like use that in your your life now like it was it did it teach you discipline mm -hmm. like how did how do you use it right now in life um it's a definitely it's definitely a different life yeah because you go from this world where everything's so structured and then you come into something like the industry like the industry is not structured yeah so. I had a hard time adjusting at first, you know, I'm still trying to adjust, you know, like certain things kind of like tick me off more than it should the normal person. But that's because, you know, I spent eight years, you know, yelling at soldiers and, you know, <laughs> getting yelled at and stuff like that. But, um, I mean, resiliency, um, um, believing that, you know, um, like the job isn't finished. Yes. Unless you complete it, you know, and, uh, you know, I just took a lot of my morals from the military and I try to implicate them now in my life mm -hmm. um, because it's it's important and it's a necessity just as much as I, you know, strongly encourage, you know, like further education. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be like a college. 
It can be a tech school. It can be just, you know, furthering your your knowledge. Correct. I, um, I agree. So I feel like that that definitely helps, you know. Um, it helps me on the back end with, you know, this industry life. <laughs> That's awesome. So, like, tell me what made you get into the military? Did you want to just move away from home? Yeah. Or it was it, you know, you, you just didn't have a career path? You didn't mm -hmm. know what you wanted to do in life? Like, tell me more about that. Um, well, I did want to be a doctor. And then on the day of graduation, I told my mom, I don't want to be a doctor. I want to be a music really so she was she was shunned she was just like oh no like why would you say that like you're supposed to go off to college and do this and i was i was doing that for a while when i first graduated um high school and i was performing at every car show like mm. um different clubs and things like that opening up for other big artists you know um that were big you know that are still big but you know back in back in my time when i was in high, after high school and um um, geez, uh, yeah, one day my mom was just like, what are you going to do with your life? And I was like, well, I had a full ride scholarship to, uh, to, to college, but you told me I need to stay back a year. She told me I need to wait to start college. So I started, um, I, I started college online instead of actually going to a school. And then, you know, I was still doing the music thing, but you know, like your parents really don't understand that lifestyle, no. you know, and okay, even though if that was back in 2010, but like my parents didn't understand that lifestyle. Like, hey, like my curfew can't be at 12 because I have to go perform at 1230 at a club, you know, so it just, I guess it got too much for my mom. So she kicked me out and I was on my own for a while. And then, you know, things just got hard. And, and she was just like, well, you better go up down to the, the recruiter station. And I was like, I guess I gotta go to the recruiter station. I went there, waited six months and that's how that happened but like the military was never something that i wanted to do but i am so happy that i did it because it taught me so much and you know my education certifications you know i became a mother you know i became a wife at an early age as oh, well wow. so it's like i really grew up fast like when i was 20 21 22 23 like i was living life you would think the average mid 30 year old would you know would live and i lived at a very early age that's amazing yeah that's a that's an amazing story behind the military right <laughs> i got trapped yes so i mean being a a, a mother like how how is that like with a a, a school school you know, going to school mm -hmm. her going to school and then you're becoming, you know, pursuing your, your artistry. Like how, how is that working for you? How, how was that a balance for you? Um, at first it was, it was, it was my everyday life when I was, you know, in the military. And then, you know, when I, um, transferred over going to school full time, as I was transitioning out of the military, um, uh, you know, I moved, I moved to Atlanta, you know, and then like, it's, 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 it gets hectic sometimes and I beat myself up sometimes because I'm just like, dang, like, you know, I'm, I'm pursuing my dreams now. I've already done what I wanted to do, you know, um, and I set myself up for success. And then now I have the opportunity to follow my dreams. So I'm following this dream and I got a little eight year old over here like mommy, you know, so I, I, I try to explain to my son as to like, what I'm doing, even though I know he really doesn't understand, mm -hmm. but I guess that's just like my biggest go-getter in this thing. Like that's my biggest, my biggest, my most important, um, what am I trying to Your say? Your purpose. Yeah. My, my purpose is because like, 
I can't sit here for years and, you know, engage in my dreams and as an artist and I have a son who needs his mom. Oh yeah. Right. And I feel like all sons need their mom. Oh, for sure. You know, and, um, you know, so I try to, you know, balance, balance it out. You know, I spend, I spend time with my, my son and, you know, I talk to my son every day. We FaceTime and things like that. You know, he's with dad, but you know, like, I like to speak about things like this because like, it's okay for son to be with dad. Like son being with dad is good. Cause I'm getting my makeup done every day and doing my hair. <laughs> I really honestly don't want my son watching me like, hmm, that's how you put on eyeshadow. Yeah. That's how you, let me try the lashes. Like, I don't want him to like, you know, be around a lot of that because I want him to get out here and play sports and do boy things, you know? So he understands now as he gets older, um so i'm i, I balance yes I balance <laughs> and, and you know the crazy thing I, i'm a mother of a, of a boy and i understand i'll be like no that's not for girls i mean that's not for boys that's for girls and right. you know just trying yeah. to teach him you know the difference and because they don't know they're just yeah. going with life they don't know yeah. so i do i do understand mm -hmm. um and it's nothing wrong with him being with his father <laughs> right <laughs> especially with you that's a good support though yeah. you know that you're able to pursue your your music career and just go out there and do what you need to do um and and know that he's okay yeah and you know a lot of a lot of women they don't really have that they don't really have that support system um vice versa you know, men who have, you know, the kids and the mom's not around or mom has the kids, dad's not around. Um, he has both of his parents around, you know, even though we're not together. And, you know, I just feel like it's very important to establish a healthy relationship between the father and the mother and the kid. Because yes. the kids become damaged. Mm -hmm. And these, these rotten people or these rotten seeds that you see as they grow older, they're not coming from a place where, where there was love in their household. Oh yeah. And I, I make sure there's a lot of love in both households, my household, dad's household, and, and our son knows that. So, yeah. I think that's awesome. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's get into um, another question that I wanted to ask you because I'm very curious to know what you think about this. Like, you know, um, being an artist mm -hmm. and in this industry in today's society like do you feel like music hip-hop music uh has an impact on today's society oh definitely <laughs> like the way you know people are thinking and moving and 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 throughout life do you feel like it has an effect or impact on definitely i mean we see it every day and personally i feel it and i see it um you know, with the newer generation, what is it called? Generation yeah. X now? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm a millennium baby. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> the, right. The g generation X babies, you know, they're kind of controlling, you know, society and the world with, you know, the advancement of technology and things like that. Um, uh, it's, 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 it's a little, hmm. I want to say it gets hard and confusing, but I think it's because the way like we were brought up, like we didn't have as much as what, you know, the younger generation has now. And I feel like it has a, a really huge effect on how we think as older people, because sometimes we may think like, well, dang, what am I doing wrong? Like, dang, I should have did it this way. Like if I was this age, I would have went back and did it how this person did it, you know? So um, I actually feel like I learn from a lot of the younger um, generation. I do too. I learn from them every day things that I didn't know growing up, you know, um, and, and 
they're they're not they're not all lost. <laughs> <laughs> they're not all lost, and you know it's it's just I feel like we learn from each other, you yes. know. So so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I definitely think it does have an impact on the way the kids are thinking, mm -hmm. moving, yeah. you know, um, behaviors, yep. all of those things. Cause you know, I, back in the two, early 2000s mm -hmm. and, uh, late 1990s, like the music was different. Yeah. The, the environments was different. Atlanta was different. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know you're from San Antonio. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to ask you too, like, Growing up, what were some of the artists in San Antonio that you really looked up to? Because I know I, I don't, I'm not too familiar with any artists in, yes. from San Antonio, but like, mm -hmm. if you could tell me. Um, growing up, we had our locals though. Like, we had our local talent. Like, I was definitely one of them. Okay. Um, but at the time, my name was Kiara Shade. I said a K Shade. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, we had this guy named Mike Green. He was like a Chris, the Chris Brown of our like San Antonio. Um, they had this group, I forgot the name of their group, but they actually like, they blew up because they had the remix to the black and yellow when Wiz Khalifa oh, yeah. came out with black and yellow. So they did black and silver because we are the Spurs there in San Antonio. Um, Paula DeAnda, she spent a lot of time in San Antonio. I'm pretty sure like a lot of people are familiar with her, um, from back in the day. So she's not really from San Antonio, but she, she, you know, she was one of those artists as well. But honestly, we had a lot of, Houston artists that would so we can't so when it comes to our music industry I guess in Texas we kind of put everybody in this hole where it's like okay you're from here from here but we kind of just say Texas not really like Dallas or Houston or right yeah don't don't mm -hmm. we don't really I mean it's happening now but like before it was just like you know we had like Kirk Bangs and we had Beat King and we had DJ Chose and you know um Slim Thug and you know even though they come from Houston you know but those were the people that we looked up to while we were in San Antonio because they were always there you know and we were just like this one big happy music family I guess <laughs> I like that I like that come together and just mm -hmm. make it happen because a lot of those artists are big artists definitely yes. I heard Megan Thee Stallion was from San Antonio I've heard it a few times but um I just didn't know that I didn't okay. know that so okay so tell us about um your new project freaky yes. how did that like what was the process with that like because i see you on instagram turning up and just oh, like man. enjoying just releasing this song so tell me about it um okay so freaky freaky was a record that i literally wrote that record in 10 minutes i was just really? like okay i'm gonna go to the studio and record it and i recorded it with zay bands and uh my boy dre um and uh they was like this hard this hard this hard and i'm like okay whatever like you know i put it in a pile because i started i started you know making different other different types of music um and freaky just wasn't one of those ones that fit with what i was trying to do and i kind of just you know push it over to the side i was like maybe i'll you know like give it away or something like that just add it to my catalog um, and then one day I just got bored. That was in May, what, like May? Yep, May. And then I was like, you know, let me just do a little twerking in the bathroom or something, see if everybody likes it. And then so many people were hitting me up and they were just like, yo, this, that one, this, that one, this, that one. I said, when? And then I, of course I got, you know, I got my manager Sterling down here in Atlanta. And then I got my boy DJ Monster, my DJ in Houston. So he's spinning freaky, you know, in the clubs out there in Houston, you know, and a lot of other people were getting familiar with the song. Um, Freaky's one of those records where I got 
why I was able to challenge a different type of energy. Um, it's sexy. It's it's some words. It's fun. It's fun. It's mm -hmm. sexy. Like it's vulgar. It's provocative. And like I just wanted to do you know a little fun record. Um, and I mean, I'm, I'm loving it. The people are loving it. The support. I love it. it. It's cute. I like it. I was like, dang. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And yes. then I did the, and then I did the challenge. I said, okay, well, I wanted to put a second verse on Freaky. I said, but you know, like with this, this new world, everything's like real fast. Like the attention span is fast. So, so I felt like one verse on the song was enough. So I did the open verse challenge, which is still going on. But, um, so I uploaded my song Freaky on YouTube, but I left the open verse so that other artists could, um, um, make their own version, um, and put a verse on Freaky and then I'd pick a winner and then I'd, you know, do a free feature with them. That's really um, dope. So I, yeah, I, I think, I think it's real dope. I mean, I have a lot of people, you know, that hit me up and they're like, Hey, Kay, let's work. Let's do, I want to do a feature. How much for a feature? You know, um, I think times have changed as far as features, you know, are concerned. Like I really love working with, you know, other talented people because just how I feel, you know, with my platform, I may not have the biggest platform, but everybody who knows who I, who I used to be with <laughs> visits my profile, you know, to see and, you know, kind of see like where I'm at or where I'm going. So I'm always like loving the, um, I, I love the fact that I can, you know, um, be free, be free and show and show and showcase other people's talent, you know, on, on my page and, you know, things like that. So. I like that. And speaking of who you used to be with, <laughs> so you were signed to 1017 with Gucci and that's for some people that don't know. Yeah. And you know, you were one of the first ladies a part of, of 1017. So yeah. kind, kind of tell us about that experience. Yes. Um, <laughs> eye opener, a shocker, um, a blast. Um, definitely one of the most memorable, mo memorable moments of my life because you're talking about someone here who like, like I was, I went to law school and I was in the military. Like no one would think somebody like that would just like up and just get signed like this. And like, yeah, it, it happened overnight. And, um, you know, I, I, it was, you know, a lot of lessons learned, you know, I met a lot of great people and I'm still meeting, you know, uh, great people throughout my, my career. And, you know, I just really thank him and Keisha a lot because, you know, I don't really like to talk about it cause I don't like to really like Don own, you know, like, 2020 because we're in 2023 you know but you know my biggest thing is you know um my, my biggest thing is just you know like continuing to flourish with you know a platform that was you know available for me and continuing to flourish with you know my music and my sound and my brand and you know me as a person as a mother you know, and um, I just I just really thank them for that opportunity because there's a million women in this world who wish they could have been signed to somebody like Gucci. Oh, yeah. You know, like there there's girls every day. Oh, I want to be over there with them. You know, it's people that can't even get close to him, you know. So that's why I just felt like, you know, it's an honor and it's a blessing. And and um, I think that being my first first way into the door <laughs> prepares me for even more big things to come. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> There's more great things coming, especially off of the song that you just released. I think it's amazing. So are you going to come out with any EPs, mixtapes? What 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 are some of the projects you're working on right now? Um, Right now, strictly singles. Um, I've dropped, I think every time I've 
dropped it's been basically a project so now i want to take a different route and you know maybe drop a single every two weeks every three weeks you know do some footage shoot a video you know things like that i think my biggest thing was um now is now consistency because you know i did realize looking back like okay girl you wasn't consistent enough like you you could be bigger than what you are you could have had even more opportunities if you would have stayed consistent but you know everybody um when i talk about mental health everybody has at that time where they have to take a step back and reevaluate oh, things yes. because not only was i thinking you know from from thinking about myself my team and my family my son so I had to take a step back and really like look at everything and be like, okay, you need some direction. What are your goals? What are your long-term goals? What are your short-term goals? And what do you want to accomplish by this time? And, you know, for the past, you know, um, year or so, I feel like I was able to sit back and really kind of relax and really think about like, okay, which direction are we going to go in now? And how can we make this time better than the last time? Um, so, yeah. Everything comes with time. Mm -hmm. There's no rush. Whenever you're ready and when, when God says it's your time, it's your time. Yeah. And your time is here and it's coming and it's yeah. you're going to keep elevating. Mm -hmm. And I, I really love what you're doing. I think you're doing an awesome job. Thank you. And just continue <laughs> to just blossom mm -hmm. into the person you're supposed to be. <laughs> All right. So, um, yes, thank you so much for just coming on the show today. Um, and I really appreciate you sharing your story because, um, I mean, you have an awesome story, but what kind of advice can you give to younger artists, girls that are trying to come into the game? Because this is a female dominant now. Definitely. Females are dominating the industry. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you feel? What, what kind of advice can you give to those young girls? Um, I would have to say, like, if this is really what you want, like, go hard. You know, the, the sky is the limit. Um, we're hearing more yeses than no's these days. Yes. The sky is the limit. And you got to want it more for yourself than others want it for you. And that was something that, you know, my people preached to me my entire, since this stuff, since everything started. Like, you have to want it more for you than I want it for you. Some people just have a different way of showing how much they want it you, you everyone's different you know so just want it more than someone else wants it for you i agree that's a that's some good advice <laughs> <laughs> well um again thank you and i think that's the end of kiss talk with keisha right. day oh i'm gonna give you a gift keisha day Ooh, i'm gonna give you a bel-air bottle yes yeah i know i love bel-air yes we're gonna give you a bel-air bottle and just thank you and have Thank you so much. <laughs>